Hey buds, welcome to another spooky ass episode of the Good Buds Ghostcast, where I troll the internet looking for some of the scariest stuff that I can find so I can read it for you, beautiful people. This current story comes from Reddit's No Sleep from a user named Ready Writer One. And uh it's a Christmas theme story, a little bit delayed, but I think that's okay. You can find links to their stuff down in the description below. And before I get started, I would like to remind you to like, comment, subscribe, and please share this with all of your friends who enjoy spooky stuff. This story is titled, A Lesson from Santa. I'll now light the ceremonial incense if you know what I mean. There was once a time when I absolutely loved my local shopping mall at Christmas. Despite the crowded parking lots, bratty kids, and crazy parents, there's something about it that keeps us coming back every year. We could just as easily buy our gifts online. Maybe it's the brightness of everything, or the brisk fall weather we bundle up in. There's an electrifying energy just beneath the surface that something special is going to happen. I tried to keep this in mind as my wife and I waited patiently with our son in the seemingly endless line to see Santa. We were determined to introduce him to Mr. Claus for the first time, even though he was becoming increasingly restless. Patience isn't exactly a child's forte, and he was certainly demonstrating that. The only thing keeping him calm was his trusty Hot Wheels Batmobile that he needed to have with him anywhere he went. It was his safety blanket, and for the most part, it worked pretty well. As we waited, all I could see was a long line of frustrated parents and whining kids. It was only a matter of time until ours joined in on the crying chorus as the comfort of his favorite Hot Wheel was running out. So we sadly gave up and began our somber walk back to the car. However, my son wasn't phased at all. In fact, his attitude changed instantly, not having to wait in a long and boring queue. For my wife and me, not so much. The excitement we had built up for him to meet Santa came crashing down with every step we took towards the exit. Out of pure sentimental purposes, I persuaded my wife to take a different route out to the parking lot, one that would take us past the area where Santa used to be and where I had first met him as a kid. She humored me, seeing the disappointment I was wearing, and would most likely take with me all the way home. I felt hopeful leading them towards the old part of the shopping center, only to find the section sealed off by large plywood walls. It was under construction. I stood looking at the barrier with the words, Coming soon, painted across. It was a sad turn of events, standing literally walled off from childhood memories and having no chance of my son meeting Santa that night. It's then I noticed a service door that had been built into the wall. It took me just a small push and it swung open. I looked back at my wife and smiled. She knew there was no turning back now. A rush of memories began to burn through my head. As a kid, this was the very place where I had met Santa for the first time. I remember it vividly, the stores bustling with excitement, and Santa's sleigh sitting in front of a giant and vibrant Christmas tree. While the area was now a ghost town littered with construction and empty storefronts, I was still gushing with nostalgia. I glanced back, my wife was becoming increasingly upset with the stubborn adventure into this closed-off section. My son just followed along, confused and clutching tightly to his Batmobile Hot Wheel, keeping him content. But I was brimming with memories. The Christmas spirit fueled my nostalgia. But I was brimming with memories. The Christmas spirit fueled my nostalgic energy and curiosity. However, looking around, seeing the emptiness and dilapidation that surrounded us made this excursion a special kind of bittersweet. 
time, it seemed, had no respect for anything, or anybody. I thought for a moment about my son having his whole life ahead of him now, following me into this past. With this hand in mine, I began to walk us back. It was time to go home. Do you hear that? My wife stopped us a few steps in. We stood there and listened. I didn't hear a thing. It was dead quiet. No? I said, exactly, there's nothing. I could hear a concern in her voice. I hadn't realized that there was absolutely no noise whatsoever. We heard nothing. Not even the commotion of the new and busy part of the mall that we had just come from. Once we reached the construction wall and service door, it was gone. My wife was just as perplexed as I was. Things suddenly began to look eerily similar. All of the empty storefronts looked exactly like the ones we had seen before as if we were walking in circles, but it was the deafening silence that puzzled us the most. Only our footsteps echoed into the large empty building as our simple pace became frantic strides. By now our son had reached his limit and so did we. There was no way that we could have been lost. This closed off section was not that large as I recall. Maybe it was some new kind of construction I thought. Whatever the case, the only thing we wanted was a way out and at that moment there was none. We suddenly heard a faint voice coming from somewhere deep within the darkened building. It didn't take long to realize that it was singing. We looked at each other, neither of us believing what our ears were telling us. Singer! My son blurted out. He was hearing it too. We naturally began to walk towards the direction of this odd song. There was some kind of unspoken force calling us toward it like a strange comforting, especially for my son who began to giggle the closer we got. I even felt relaxed a bit as the singing became louder the more we headed towards its direction. The tone was deep and strong, but the language was unrecognizable. It sounded like gibberish, albeit organized into a soothing song. The voice was coming from a light source peering out of one of the empty stores. It stood out amongst the broken and flickering fluorescent light tubes that populated the remaining ones. It flashed bright like a beacon, honing us in. We approached with caution. My wife and I looked at each other in silent debate over what to do next. Our son was loving every moment of this deep and strange voice that seemed to be aimed at him, like he understood the language that it was being sung. With a few more steps, we had come face to face with the source of the voice. He was small, shriveled, and filthy old man. His hair was a series of matted and clumpy dreadlocks that seemed to blend right in with his equally matted and dirty beard. His clothes were faded and tattered, like he'd been here for quite some time. He sat amongst a collection of discarded personal items that together just looked like heaps of junk. There were piles of leftovers from people who have passed through this now dead part of the mall over the decades, like an, an enormous lost and found. The man turned his attention to us, but kept his hymns strong. Even when we attempted to speak, he kept singing. We just stood there and watched this bizarre scenario unfold before us. It was when he began to sing louder that I sensed an anger. His voice bellowed louder and louder, penetrating our ears. The tones he was singing radiated right into our bodies, paralyzing us in place. It became hard to move or breathe. We were consumed by a mysterious hymn that quickly became dark and ominous. I had to do something. With all my strength, I scooped up my son and pulled my wife by the arm. We fumbled back into the hall and scrambled past the graveyard of stores, hoping to get away. As we fled, the singing became more intense, echoing through the darkened hall. We hurried faster and faster, looking for a way out. We were in a continuous loop of dead and empty spaces, trapped inside. Then, the singing stopped.
and we were once again engulfed in a piercing silence. Finger, my son softly said as he pointed behind us. The man was suddenly lingering there behind us. Leave us alone, my wife belted out desperately. His dark eyes drifted towards her, then to our son, before they fixated on me. In that moment, I began to hear the singing, but it was different. The gibberish had become words. It was an actual language. As it spoke to me, I was overcome with an intense feeling of sadness. I became lost in it. I felt my wife pulling my arm and forcing me back into reality. Our son was still in my arms. I knew only seconds had passed, but in my mind it seemed like weeks. Are you okay? She asked. I looked around expecting to see the man, but he was gone and so was the singing. I immediately heard the low rumble of the busy mall. The construction wall and the door which we had entered was at our back. Things looked familiar again. What just happened? I asked. I don't know. She sounded unsure. We exited through the service door and headed into the mall, then finally back to our car. We walked in silence the entire way, unsure of what we had just experienced. I put our son into his car seat. Back car, he said with a frown. His trusty Hot Wheels car was missing. I looked around inside and out, but the car was gone. He must have dropped it somewhere. Our silent drive home seemed like the longest one we have ever taken. Christmas morning was just a few days after our most bizarre trip to the mall. My wife and I watched our son tear into the dozen or so gifts that we had showered him with. We did our best to enjoy this special morning. However, in light of a recent discovery, it was not possible. The cookies and milk we had left out for Santa were gone. Or, more to the point, eaten, and not by my wife or myself. We debated that perhaps a varmint had come in through the garbage and had a tasty dinner, or we debated that perhaps a varmint had come in through the garage and had a tasty dinner. It was a most disturbing discovery, to say the least, but, believe it or not, wasn't the troubling one. Buried within our Christmas tree was an oddly wrapped gift. The wrapping paper was old, dusty, and not placed there by either of us. The tag simply read, From Santa. And inside the wrapping was our son's Batmobile Hot Wheel. Over the years, we've long debated what this experience actually was and we simply cannot agree on what unfolded. Our memories of the events are both much different from one another. Needless to say, every Christmas since has been quite difficult for us. Our son, now 14, doesn't seem to remember anything. Interestingly enough though, he still has his Batmobile Hot Wheel that he always keeps in a safe place. We've never gone back to the mall and in fact have developed a disdain for the chaos that Black Fridays, Cyber Mondays, and holiday shopping in general bring. We agreed that maybe this experience had been some kind of life lesson. For my wife, appreciate what we have beyond the material things. We climb over each other's own. For me, a warning to never dwell in the potentially life-consuming past. Whatever the case, Christmas time has always comes. Whatever the case, Christmas time always comes with much different meaning for, for us than it once did. I'll never forget the strange hymn roaring into my ears or the profound feeling of sadness pouring into me that strange night. Despite our different experiences, we were both convinced Santa Claus really does exist, just not in the way that one might think. So that was a pretty crazy story, holy shit. Um, frankly, I loved that. Um, it was intense. Sorry I didn't get it out before Christmas, but obviously the holidays are a very busy time. Um, I want to thank the author again, uh, Ready Writer One, um, for allowing me to uh, read this story for all of you folks out there. I will have some links down below in the description. I want to thank you all for sticking with me through 2020. 
We're going to be taking a little bit of a break on the Ghostcast and the Good Buds podcast here um, just so that we can revamp some things. We're going to be coming back really strong uh, near the end of January. Uh, I'd like to remind you to like, comment, subscribe, share this with all of your friends who enjoy spoopy things, and uh, stay spoopy, buds. Happy New Year.